What's poppin', sweets? It's your favorite baker and host, Alicia Reedy, and I'm back with a brand new episode of Cookies and Conversation. And today, we are going to have Damo, the owner of Extreme Heights, the best edibles I have ever had. Thank yes. you, thank you. Yes, you be coming through. How we feeling? I am ecstatic. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Um, feeling good. Just got my wake and bake finished. Um, I support this. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling really good today. <laughs> so now I got to ask, what did you have? So you had your wake and bake, but what was it? Um, Right now, I've been on this drink called Ice Cream Cake. Gets me chilled out. Gets all the pain out of my body. You know, gets me ready to go to sleep. But in this case, I'm getting ready to do a lot of work today. So we're going to see how it, how how it goes. I ran out of regular sugar, and I wanted to eat some strawberries really bad. So I had to use <laughs> can of sugar. <laughs> me down for the count all day i was supposed to be at a baby shower i didn't in the car so hopefully today i can stay awake and you know what that's okay that is okay because like literally okay <laughs> anytime oh my god oh my god i hope my mom does not listen to this because she will like fuss at me and be like girl <laughs> but i doubt she will i doubt it but like i remember the first time I had um which which edible was it? It was your it was the fruity pebbles joint. Oh my god. I didn't even have a lot. I think it's just because it hit me like it hit me right after I did my yoga. My mom was like, girl, are you are you sleeping? <laughs> What's going on? I was like, mind your business. <laughs> like, look, even at my grown ass age, my mom would still be on me about it. And I'd be like, you know what? Okay, it's fine. Yeah, but, my mom was like looking at me so crazy yesterday because I couldn't even keep my eyes open. Yes. Like, like, are you serious right now? I'm like, it wasn't even intentional. Like, I'm my own <laughs> test dummy right now. So a lot of the stuff that I'm like um putting out for retail and things like that, like yeah. I test myself first. Anything but chocolate. And yeah, because you're not a big chocolate person. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, and you already know, if you need somebody to try the chocolate, I'm here. I, I got, got you. you. I got you. <laughs> Listen, look, I will be a brand ambassador all the way. Don't play with me. I love your stuff. Thank like, you. You're welcome. Because, you know, for me, one of the reasons why I like edibles, and specifically yours, um, I like how, because I have really bad knee pains, gotcha. and I work out a lot. So for me, it's my body feels so much better, even after just like, I don't even take a lot. Like, you know, we've talked about it. Like, I don't even take a lot of the edibles, but like, it's always enough for me, like for the pain to subside for a right. little while. But the only issue is I'm a busy ass woman because I'll be ready to be knocked out. I'll be ready to sit down. I'll be ready to go to bed, mind my business, all that stuff. My God, but I love, 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 love it. And those gummies are genius. Thank because you. the cross-faded line, what? what? Okay, I know we've talked about it, but what inspired you to do that line? So actually, my little sister inspired me to do it. Um, she was talking about doing, we were going to go into like a three-way business um, originally called Faded, Faded, Faded. So three Faded, me, um, her friend, and herself. Um, so Summer was coming out and... That's when people were like drinking more, going out, wearing less, something like that. I don't know. Right. But <laughs> she was like, you got to do something. Because Casamigos had came out and everybody was going crazy about that. 
Doucet, you know, kind of already popular. So she was like, you should do something where you infuse your um, treats with alcohol and weed. And I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, people already be telling me the stuff is too strong. You want me to add something else? <laughs> so then I did a poll on Instagram, seeing, like, who would um, basically get it and all that stuff. And everybody seemed pretty excited about it. So I was like, I'm going to go with my three favorite um, drinks, which is a margarita, mojito, and mimosa. I love it. It's genius. Oh, my God. Look, I got right into it. And I didn't even ask you, who are you and what are we sipping on? Man, uh, right now, well, I'm Damo, the weed doc, a lot of people call me. Um, I'm a weed enthusiast, cannabis enthusiast, entrepreneur, um, advocate, anything related to weed, um, you know, I'm in it. I've been, I started off as a dispensary agent or a bud tender, um, moving on into cultivation, so we're, sorry about my dogs. That's okay, no, you're good. Um, moving into cultivation and growing the weed myself and then getting into entrepreneurship where I started to, you know, make edibles, give people recommendations on what types of weed would work best for whatever situation they were trying to, you know, rectify. And then, you know, just spreading the word about the good things about weed because we hear a lot of bad things, you know. Right. The government wants us to believe that it's so bad, that it's not good for us. It causes us to go into, you know, other drugs, which is not necessarily true. There are other variables that, you know, right. Um, so I'm here to destigmatize cannabis. I really think we need a lot more of that, especially um I feel within the black community, I think that's where a lot of the stigmas come from and a lot of stigmas are put onto us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I um, I mean, I'm very transparent about it. Like, my mom, um, she doesn't really, like, care for, like, any type of substance. The only one that she can really rock with is alcohol. And even that's, be I mean, and I think that a lot of the time is because she doesn't even really drink like that. So like what she does, like it's something chill. But um, I just, you know, I I respect her opinion. You know, I think obviously like the older I got, the more I like really just decided to do my own thing. And I do it like recreationally, like, or like I'll use, like, like I'll eat the edibles like recreationally just because it's like, or not even that, that comes second for me. It's all about my body pains. Cause I'm thinking like, I'm always on my feet all the time. My back always hurts. My feet always hurt my knees. Like I work out like a lot. So, and I'm, I'm chasing a three-year-old all the damn time. So I'm like, okay, when am I going to find my chill? Mm -hmm. Sometimes like I'll have it like for my body pains again, like, for my sleep like and I will sleep like a baby oh my god and because like, like and I prefer edibles simply because of the fact that when I um when I used to smoke heavy last year I mean I was smoking heavily mm -hmm. um I I could feel the changes in my body like I, my breathing was a little different I didn't like that um and then also I was less motivated to do my work like That's at all you know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like I understand, like, you know, some people like it, some people don't. But I think back to what you were saying, it's like the stigmas that can come with it or that do come with it. You exactly. feel me? That kind of, like, make it difficult. You know, what's, what's something that you run into? Like, what stigmas do you think are... I'm trying to think, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? What stigmas would you say are the most obnoxious? 
Um, stoners are lazy, unmotivated. They don't do anything. All they do is smoke and sit on the couch and eat and watch TV. That's the most annoying one to me. The next annoying is all weed heads are criminals. All they do is bring bad vibes, bad energy. That's probably the second most annoying that we are unable to, you know, carry out business or it, it really just goes back to the laziness aspect of, you know, stoners can't do anything but smoke, eat and sleep. Yeah. Because that's not true. Yeah. A lot of the people who I know have been like, mm, let's say exceeds in like scholastics or in school and stuff like that have been yeah. people who smoke weed. A lot of the people who are in leadership positions do more than smoke weed. So, okay. you know, you're you're um, condemning this person for using herbal medicine, whether it be for a medicinal use or recreational use, but there's a lot more going on behind closed doors that are more severe. Like, let's talk about the heroin, cocaine, those types of things. But That's where the problems really come in, to be honest. Like, in, in my opinion, yeah. Okay. But you're telling us that we can't smoke weed because it, you know, makes us sluggish or it increases the crime rates or whatever, when that's not true. At all. Let's tap into, you know, the story behind your brand. How did Extreme Heights come to be? Like, let me know. So it all started, like, my the, the, the fall after I graduated from my undergrad program. All of my advisors and professors were like, I can't believe you're not going to grad school. Like, what are you doing? What are you going to do after school? I'm just sitting there like, I have no idea. I barely made it through this. So I don't know what y'all want me to do. So I um, sat down with my computer and I was like, what can I go to grad school for? Because I, I wanted to be a physical therapist and a doctor at first. And I got into the industry, the healthcare industry, and I realized that I hated it. Like, the way that doctors were treating patients, not all of them, but majority of them, it was like I either get in what I fit where I fit in or I'll just be like some anomaly that really cares about the patients and stuff like that. That's how like I just catastrophized it because of how I experienced it when I was doing like internships and stuff like that. Right. So um I started looking up stuff about weed because I'm like, what do I enjoy that I do every day that I wouldn't mind going to school for? So I looked up a couple of programs and I found out that there was a master's program coming to University of Maryland that fall if it had been approved by like the government or the school board or whatever. So I kept in touch with them. They finally told me that the program was approved. So I got into it. That winter, when I got into the program, I started working at two dispensaries at once. I saw how everything was going. I was like, I got to do this for real. I started looking up like different brands and stuff like that, doing my market research. What, what makes these brands successful? What can they do better? And I was like, I can do this. This is like literally an industry that merges all of my passions into one. I can help other people. I can still be in the medical field and I can venture out into other industries because really weed is everywhere so i started looking up names i couldn't get down to one at first i wanted to be called highly recommended um but someone else already had that name so i started thinking about you know different things that we um associate with weed or when we're smoking and stuff like that so i was thinking elevate elevate turned into elevate to extreme heights 
And then that was too long. So I was just like, all right, I'm gonna call it Extreme Heights and then I'll have like my model or something be Elevate. And I always like the colors black and gold together. So that became my brand identity. Um, we're Elevate into Extreme Heights. Obsessed with Rockets, that became my logo. And ever since then we've been taking off. So just came from me wanting to help the community, um, seeing how my immune, uh, immediate community had been impacted by the war on drugs. So trying to show people in my community that we already know how to run this business. Let's just make it legit. Legitimate business like this is 17 million, jillion, bajillion fold than what we would see just like being a regular street plug. Exactly. Wow. I love this so much for you. And you know, and I think that the fact that you know, you have, it's clear like that you nurture your brand. You know what I'm saying? Like I can always see like the detail and the time and the effort that you put into it. And I think during the summer, you actually like did some events. Like you, like, I think you did like a couple of pop-ups. Am I right? Yeah. So how did I, they go? They, they went better than I expected. Yeah. Because the events that I was, I was going to were older crowds some were younger, like I did an event with um, the queues where everybody just wanted to buy everything. Right. But when I went to events where there were like an older population or whatever, it was like, well, why are you selling this? Well, this, oh, I can't do this. Child, my job would have me fired it. And I'm like, <laughs> ma'am, it's really not that deep. Like you can, you can have CBD, something that does not have anything that alters your mind, um, gets you high, anything like that, and it'll still have medicinal um, effects for you. Like, I'm not trying to get you high. I'm trying to help you resolve, like, if you have arthritis, if you have severe pain, if you can't sleep at night. Like, this is my mission. I'm not out here just trying to sell you drugs. Exactly. So being able to change their minds or at least open their minds a little bit to something new it was like a good experience for me because at, at the same time that I'm teaching these people, I'm learning myself. Right. And that's the beauty about the business too. Exactly. You know, and I think that, I think that ties back to what you were saying earlier too. Like there's so many like misconceptions and stereotypes and like assumptions instead of, and I think people get so caught up in the, what could happen to me. And it's always worst case scenario when in reality, like you said, it's like, look, I'm just trying to help. This is what I want to do. This is my mission. Because, like, there are some people that are out here just selling any old kind of drug because they want you to be hooked. Whereas you're doing it from a very, like, you're doing it from a pharmaceutical standpoint. And I think that that's what society really needs right now. Like, I think that it really does need to be normalized. Like, people shouldn't just be like, oh, my God, like, it's the end all be all. Like, I'm going to die. Like, no. Exactly. It's not, like, it's and not that. Like, a lot of the pushback that I have been getting is, like, not if I do make it big, um, that I'll be displacing other people. This industry is so broad that it does not matter if I'm a big mover in the industry. Like, there's always going to be money to go around because yeah. just like somebody's always going to need somewhere to live, just like somebody's always going to need to go on vacation, like, somebody's always going to need their medicine. The way that I do it can be completely different than the way that somebody else does it. The way that I market myself may be completely different than the way that somebody else markets themselves. I think that this industry is big enough for anybody to come in and be a powerhouse and still get what they need while providing our communities with what they need as well.
Absolutely. Yeah. What would you say separates your brand from, you know, any other brand that's out there though? Like, yes, there's money to go around, but what do you think makes you different your brand different um this isn't for like every brand but my observation has been like my knowledge of the medicinal benefits of cannabis basically like seeing different brands like the popular brands such as cookies and um i'm just gonna start naming random ones medman um true leave uh and a few others they know the industry, they know what cannabis can do and things like that. But the newer people that are like on the local level, they're just pushing the product. I know the product. I like immerse myself in learning more about the product, not just saying, oh yeah, this is going to get you high. Like this got a 75% THC. You're going to be zooted. Like you're going to be fried. Like I make sure that the person understands what they're getting, what's in it, what it may do, what it may not do. Try to get a little bit of background on the person before I, you know, sell them whatever I have and then make sure that they understand everything I just told them. A couple of pop-ups that I've been to, I would just go up to people's stands and be like, well, what do you know about this? Just to see if they knew what they were talking about. A lady came up to me and was straightforward and was like, I honestly don't know. I get this from Cali and I just redistribute it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. At least you're being upfront about it. Right. I think that would be the difference between my brand and a lot of other brands, opposed to really knowing what you're doing. So I know you use different strains. Like I know you use um, Indica Sativa. Like, so tell me, take us through the benefits of each strain that you use and like the different types of cannabis like and I guess what the specific purposes are because I know that there are some people that don't know mm-hmm. you know so, so this is going to be like a really like excuse my language but like a mindfuck yeah. um, how we categorize cannabis now is just to meet people where they are so we're used to people telling us sativas keep us awake and make us happy and energetic indicas make us go to sleep um get us really lazy and hybrids is like a share of both but now we're moving away from that because we dug into the science a little more we know about terpenes we know about flavonoids we know about cannabinoids so that's really those three things are really are what's going to tell us what the strain is going to do or what it might do it's more so how the plant looks as it grows So a sativa is a tall plant with skinny leaves, mostly. An indica is a short plant with fat leaves, mostly. And a hybrid can be a short plant with skinny leaves or a tall plant with fat leaves. Um, It really just depends on the genetics of the hybrid plant. So when we're talking about what effects we may feel from the strain, we're going to look at the terpenes mostly, um, which are the... Components of cannabis that give it its taste, its smell, and the feelings. So the top eight are limonene, myrcene, pinene, humulene, austenine, linalool. Uh, I'm missing two more. It'll come to me. It's okay. <laughs> but myrcene is usually the, the terpene that makes us feel sleepy or body relaxed. 
Um, linalool also, the top one that makes you feel sleepy, linalool is also found in lavender. So when people are telling you, you get lavender if you got insomnia or... Oh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you're looking for in your stream to get you to get out that insomnia and help with chronic pain. Myrcene also found in mangoes. So you might have heard like a rumor before where if you eat a mango before you smoke, you'll get higher. Yes. So that's because the myrcene is working together. It's like amplified from the mango and the weed. And you're just getting a more sedated effect because it's amplified. It's like times two. Oh. Limonene is what makes you feel like happy, cheerful, um, a little bit talkative. You're just in an uplifted mood. You can find that in any type of citrus, like lemons, limes, oranges, things like that. Um, Caryophylline, that was one that I was missing. That one doesn't have any like um, euphoric properties. It's more so medicinal because it attaches to a different receptor than the rest of the terpenes. So it, it really just gets into the body systems. It helps with alleviating pain, inflammation, um, bacteria, things of that nature. Um, what's another one I could say? Osamine, it's a decongestion. So if you're having like sinuses or allergies or something like that, I wouldn't suggest smoking a strain high in osamine. If you're dealing with like a sinus problem, I would suggest like getting a tincture or an edible. Um, usually edibles don't have terpene facts though. So the last one I'll go over is pinene. So that one helps with your alertness and it also um, is a, what's it called? Take your I, I can't remember the term, but <laughs> it, it basically opens your lungs up. If you smoke a strain and you start coughing and you be like, oh, this gas is really like got me there. It's really just the pining open up your lungs. So the air is moving through a little bit faster than it would normally. That is so good to know. Wow. A lot more terpenes, but those are like just the main ones that I see most often. Absolutely. Um, but like realistically, if you go to your street club, you're not gonna be like, "Hey, yo, what what terpenes you got in this?" Like, <laughs> Nick, be like, "Nigga, what?" Like, don't even know what strain they got at that point. So, um, right, that would really only be useful if you're going to like a legit dispensary. But just knowing that those components are even in cannabis in general can like really turn somebody's head and be like oh I ain't even know all this stuff like went into it. I just roll up and smoke exactly and I feel like so often people are just like looking for loud and that's fine but like I feel like people are always on a mission to look for loud rather than like like you said just knowing what they're smoking right they just want to get as high be, as possible exactly a strain could be 33% THC and still be dirt yep okay See, I've been trying to tell people that, but they don't listen. So, <laughs> I'm like, you just can't be smoking any old kind of thing now. Right, like, right. One thing that I've always wondered, you know, just about anybody that ventures into this, I think that, like, I keep going back to, like, all these misconceptions and stereotypes, but it, do you have 100% backing with your business? Because I know some people get, just in general, can be a little hesitant and be like, I don't know, but do you have 100% backing? No. Really? Mm-mm. So everything has to be um, cash handled. Um, technically, not for sale. Um, oh no, 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 no! That's not what I mean. But I mean, like people like supporting you. Like, oh yeah. Like, is yeah, there yeah. anybody I, that like that's like against it? Like, you know what I mean? Um, I don't think, to my knowledge, 
I don't have anybody against it. Like, I've gotten so much support through it. Like, a lot of people are like, this is the smartest way to do it. You're on the right track. Things like that. I haven't heard anybody like, oh, you shouldn't do this. Other than, like, older people. They're like, you need to be careful what you're doing, what you're advertising. Because, again, all of that stigma that they learned coming up. They're thinking, right. oh, you're going to get the wrong attention. You're already black. You already have locks. You know, you're just adding more to the fire, basically. So only mm. an older generation have I gotten pretty much like a pushback from. What yeah. But then again, once I educate them, they're like, oh, give me three. <laughs> right. They'd be like, you know what? Never mind. Right. I see what you're saying. <laughs> So, I mean, the amount of people that whose minds I've changed has been crazy. When I worked in a dispensary, there was a lady, um, before I started working there, they told me she was in hospice, um, stage four lung cancer, could barely walk, and just basically like worst case scenario. Right. There was one time she came in when I started working there, still in the wheelchair, had the breathing tank and everything. Cool. A little bit better than what... I was explained before. Then the next time she came in, she was walking, had on heels and all. I'm like, whoa. What it's is the growth on? for me. Yeah. Right. So like every progression, progression, progression. I'm writing this down in my little notebook, you know, just to see like, what am I going to see next time? So it was back on the breathing tank. So I just see that healing is, you know, an up and down thing. Right. But mm-hmm. seeing the growth from where she started to where she was at that point was like, okay, it's no way you can tell me that what I'm doing is not going to benefit the community. Because I've seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. At first, yeah. I was just getting stories or reading articles and stuff like that while I was in school. But just to be able to see it with my own eyes, having people come up to me thanking me, like I am the person who put weed on the planet. It's just like, you can't tell me that this is not like one of the most rewarding jobs to have. Exactly. It's it's like, it's like, it's reaffirming in the sense of like, damn, like I'm really doing this. Like I I know my shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? This gotta be a good feeling, especially once again, just with all of like these negative ideas that people have of it. But in reality, the benefits are amazing. Like they really, really are, or they can be amazing. So that's, Oh, I'm so proud of you. I love Thank you so you. much. Yes. Where do you get a lot of your inspiration from? Or like, who inspires you? What keeps you going in regards to your brand? I mean, obviously yourself, but like, is there anything or anyone outside of you? So I have to give her like a huge, huge shout out. Um, she actually went to McNamara, uh, yes. McNamara alum, Hope Wiseman. Um, it's my girl. She actually started me in my journey like my career, basically. Um, I started at her dispensary, Marion, Maine, in Capitol Heights, Maryland. I actually, while I was applying to school, I saw an article about her. Because if you just look up anything, Cannabis, Maryland, she pops up. Yep, the youngest African-American woman to have a licensed dispensary, a legal, legit dispensary in the whole United States. So shout out to McNamara. I love our, I love our um, alma mater. I'm so proud of us. Every we breed greatness. Sorry, go ahead. Definitely. <laughs> um, so like she's like top of the top um, of my inspiration. Then we have uh, Shayun. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, 
but he is the youngest African-American male to have a dispensary in the United States. Um, he started in Oregon, I believe. And then um, Jesse Grundy, he is among the youngest to have um, a legit dispensary in the United States. He started with the social equity program in Oakland, California, and he just got um, an investment from the parent company, which is um, associated with Jay-Z. Wow. Um, so he's over there doing big things. But those are like really my top three inspirations that I can like actually relate to because I've seen their journey from basically the beginning and I followed them. Um, I call them like my mentors, you know, um, I kind of like a, a direct line to hope because I worked at the company. Mm -hmm. but I really just monitor all that they do, like via Google or Instagram, just try to follow in their footsteps, try to avoid the mistakes that they've made or, you know, ask them questions about how to go about it. Because if you DM them, they will answer you. Like they're I not love that Hollywood type stuff. Like if they're about spreading black wealth too. So if you ever have a question about the cannabis industry or how you can be involved, even if you're not into cannabis, like let's say you're an accountant, how do I get into the cannabis industry? Okay. You hone those accounting industry, uh, accounting industry skills because even in the cannabis industry, we need accountants. So if you are like that type of person, you can literally just hit them up on Instagram, hit them up on LinkedIn and they'll answer you back. Damn, that's amazing. So, like, I, those are, like, the three on my, like, top pedestal because of their involvement in the community as well. For sure. And I think the one thing I love about Hope and her business, I mean, obviously because she went to McNamara, and two, like, she's just really cool. Like, she's just really down to earth, and I really appreciate that about her. And I just love... What I love about that experience for you is like it's full circle things. I feel like McNamara people always find each other somehow. Yeah, I somewhere. will be on. I will be in Florida, and I will see a McNamara sticker on somebody's Yes, <laughs> is this possible? Exactly. I'm like, damn. Like you know me. Like I live in Anne Arundel County. I be like, I know. I just know that ain't no McNamara <laughs> sticker I see out here. Really? Like God. <laughs> But that is so amazing. That is so amazing. What's next? Like, what what is the future looking like? Where do you want it to go? I'm so excited for you. A lot of people call me crazy about this, but I really just want to be like a mom and pop shop. I don't yeah. want to be anything huge or anything like extravagant. I don't want to be uh um what's it called? Like a franchise where I'm in different states and stuff like that. Like I just the DMV. Mm. So yeah. my next steps are like funding, um, fundraisers and things like that, trying to get a little bit of money in my pocket to get an actual brick and mortar. But I'm about like where I come from. So yes. PG County, as long as I'm here and I'm successful here, like that's all that matters to me. Come on now. Th that part, that part. And you know, and I think that's, <laughs> when I was with my ex last year, right? So he, I would always be like, you know, I do this for PG. I do this for the DMV. He'd be like, you need to do it for yourself. I'm like, obviously it's for me, like, duh, because it's my business. Right. <laughs> but like, the reality is it's like, and I was just saying this to Tyler's dad a couple of days ago, like PG County, there's so much greatness that comes from us. Like we breed like greatness. And I think that, Anybody that is doing something for PG will always be good, you know? Right. 
like no matter what business venture you have it's like the way that we support each other is unreal like you know what I'm saying and I love doing everything for the DMV because like I mean who's who else gonna put us on like it's only gonna be us DMV natives like exactly and I've seen other places and stuff like that but it's nothing like here like this is all I know so of course, exactly. I'm looking for the people that I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. I always tell people, like, if I eat, we all eat. Like, period. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you've had, like, any personal goals that you've set for yourself that have been hard to achieve, especially going into this venture or just in general? Overall, this industry is hard. Yeah. Um, there's no... Like, anybody else in a different industry can just go to the bank and get a loan. They can get funding from other people. Um, They can advertise whatever they want on social media. I've been trying to get my personal follower Instagram up for the longest. But I have to deal with being shadow banned, with um, having all these flags on my account because I'm posting, like, weed or for sale or like un- unknowingly like oh I got this or you can pull up and come get this Facebook I've lost like two accounts already just like having my social followership and advertising marketing that's been like the most difficult thing besides getting funding mm. have like, you had any issues with Twitter? goals have been my personal goals really got it because I've already like um not to toot my own horn, but I've graduated from college three separate times. Period. I am in my second bachelor's program as we speak. I know so, I mean, I haven't really had any goals outside of graduating because that's all I was taught in school. Like, go to college, get a job type thing. So, all of my personal goals have been business goals, pretty much. But that's good, though, because the thing is, I think that you know, with everything you're doing now, you're really stepping into what you want to do. It's it's crazy because you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yes, like you worked with this person, you worked with that person. But really, it's like, and that's the beauty about working just for other people, because a lot of the time you gain the tools that you need to be like, you know what, let me go ahead and take this bet on myself. And here we go. Like, it's only up from here kind of thing. Exactly. Have you had issues with Twitter? Like, as far as, you know, like shadow banning or anything like that? Twitter is the only place that I've had my exact same account since I've created it. Okay. Because I would hate for anything to happen on there. Because, like, man, (laughs) man, mm mm-mm. Yeah, I love Twitter. But it's, it's not, for me, it's not as easy to promote things. Like, you can Got get it. the retweets and circulation and stuff like that, but I think you have to already have had that followership. Got it. Okay. Is like, when on Instagram, like, stories are shared automatically. Like, you, if, if someone retweets a thread, like, you got to scroll through the thread to find you. But if right. somebody reposts you on the story, all you got to do is click the link. Or click the post to go to their page. Yeah, that's very true. So, yeah, working through those little kinks and tribulations and stuff like that um i mean it gets it gets a little interesting so i know that you know like you tend it seems i think you're really busy like i mean you got a lot going on you know you're doing like a lot of testing you know like you know you have your day job you know you got your fur babies so like 
what how do you make time for yourself and what matters the most to you like do you ever find like an imbalance with like your work and personal life so at first i was like a diehard believer of i'll sleep when i'm dead like mm. work 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 because there's always somebody working while i'm sleeping now i will take a nap anywhere like i'll be <laughs> out my dogs like we play and all that stuff but they like to sleep too i don't know if you're like into the zodiacs i think you are yeah yes i am <laughs> everybody says i'm a true tourist and my you are my oldest dog well so like we basically the same my youngest dog is a Sagittarius I don't really know too much about them but he's like They're feisty what are y'all doing why y'all so sleepy let's go we gotta do something uh-huh so he's like the balance if we're just laying around he's the one that gets us up and started um I spend a lot of time with my family too um so that's like really important to me but that's really the the things that I do like if I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed or something I'm just gonna roll up a J and you know calm myself down I feel you like, and I used to have that same mindset too. It was like, not necessarily like, you know, when I'm sleeping and somebody else is working, but it was more like, I felt like I couldn't afford to sleep in the sense of like, I have too much to do and I feel like I have everything to gain and also everything to lose to the point where it was like, I've got to keep applying pressure. So and like, it, it really, it really yeah. gets to that point when you're a full-time entrepreneur, because yes. at that point, everything falls onto you. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta do this in order to get this is no yeah. one there like you don't have pto when you're first starting off that part so, that part like that that was for, that was like a, a big thing for me when i first started when i went full-time into the business mm-hmm. um but i started seeing like okay this is not a way for me to like even stay healthy so i went back into work and like tried to figure some other things out like okay, we got to do this in order to get to where we need to go. So yeah. there's a lot of adjustments that I've been making, but it's all been like a beautiful learning and moving on the whim. And and wait, wait, hold up. Let me run that back. You're full-time into your entrepreneurship now? Uh, I, I did it for the whole summer. I was full-time. Okay. Okay, so, I just uh, I wanted to make sure I had it right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I went back into work not too long ago just to, you know, move some things around. I plan to go back full-time next year. That's really, really good. Like, and again, like, you're in an industry that's literally never going to die out, which is amazing. And I've been talking to Tyler's dad about that, too. Like, he's a, um, he's a fitness trainer. Like, he's a personal trainer. And I told him, I was like, you know, the beauty about your business and, you know, what you do, what you're passionate about, I said, people, I was like, there's gonna, there's always gonna be someone that wants to work out. There's always going to be someone that wants to bulk up. Like that man's a whole athlete. Like he's big as shit. So mm-hmm. like, there's like people looked at him and they're like, okay, well, how can I gain muscle? Like, how can I trim down? You know, like it's, I think that's one of the best parts about entrepreneurship too, because there's always going to be someone that needs you. A right. lot of the time people are going to like, like I remember even when I was at, well, I was, I think I was done with McNamara. Yeah, I was. And one of the teachers there, he's not there anymore. I went back to visit one time and he was basically like, yeah, like, I don't really think that entrepreneurship is really going to work out. And I'm sitting there like, okay, but 
you can't tell me because it's clear that you've never taken a chance on yourself to be like, wow, like I can really do this. I think the thing about entrepreneurship is like as soon as you get your feet wet and you like feel it out a little bit, you're always going to want to keep going. Exactly. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you always want more because it's like, damn, like people really fuck with me. Like this is this is good. <laughs> exactly. And, and it feels like, good to do something for you at the end of the day because exactly. it's what That's you're what passionate about. That's what I was going to say. I'm tired of working for other people and helping them get to their dreams while mine are just on the side. Come on. Yeah. And that was me. Like, when I quit um, working for Vice, because I was, like, an inventory manager, I just needed some extra change in my pocket. I was like, look, I'm good at inventory. I'm good at retail. I don't want this job, but I want some money to just stack up and get my business to where I wanted it to be. And I remember I literally woke up and I was like, "Mm, I'm finna quit. So I walked up in there and they had already put me through the ring about some stuff, but I walked up in there and I <laughs> I clocked in. I handled what I needed to handle business-wise. Mm-hmm. And I went to one of the managers and I was like, so today is my last day. And he was like, okay, thank you for your time. And that was it. And ever That's since then, me. it's just been me. That's you know? Me. And their day. What I'm doing, like if I feel like I can't do this no more, I'm gonna quit a job. Okay, look, and that's what I love about our generation, too, because we're really like, forget this job. Like, I'm out. Like, no, I don't want to be here. I don't have to be here. (laughs) With everything being said, are you happy with your life at this moment? And what do you see just in general happening for you next? I am happy with the way things are going at the moment. But I'm the type of person who always wants more. Like, I'm grateful for what I have. But I'm trying to get to where I'm going, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Next, I just want to perfect my product. Like, I I get a lot of great reviews. A lot of people are telling me, like, this is great. I need more and all that stuff. But I feel like there's a little bit more that I can do to make it even better. You know? So You are such a tourist. Because <laughs> I've never been a baker. Like, I'm the type of person who's like, if they got anything to do with the kitchen, keep me out of it. So <laughs> now I'm just like, okay, people really like Like, I went from using all box materials to now making everything from scratch. So when people telling me, like, oh, these brownies are so good, like, how did you do it? I'm like, I don't know. But <laughs> like, I just did it. Up. Right. So I want to, like, show my growth through from having the box um, brownies to being even more over the top with my brownies. You know what I'm saying? I want to bring that presentation now. I have the the effects down packed, but I want to bring the presentation and have the full package come together. So everybody know, oh my gosh, Damo did that. That's extreme heights. That's tough. This is so perfect. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited and I cannot wait to order my birthday product. Yes, you got to get that in. Listen, okay, look, no, I'm I'm dead ass. Like, if I don't have my order in by tomorrow, you need to hit me up and be like, all right, so what you getting so I can make sure I give you my money? Because you know I'm going to give you all my coins. You know me. (laughs) Yes, and everybody else, you got to check out the website. I've been making some um, changes to it. I'm trying to get that uh, payment situation worked out because I can't take, you know, cards and all that stuff getting the content out there i'm about to start doing more youtube videos and more um explanations on instagram like short little blurbs about what certain stuff is so just be on the lookout for that absolutely is there anything else you want to leave them with and how can they keep up with you 
smoke more weed. Don't let nobody tell you that smoking weed is bad. Smoke all the weed, the safe weed that you can. And if, you, if smoking ain't your thing, like get into some other stuff. Like there's topicals, creams, tinctures, edibles. Just do your research before you trying something. And if you have any questions, just feel free to reach out to me um, on Instagram. My handle is Zomini because I always stay with the za. And on my business Instagram, it's D Heights, T H E E H E I G H T S. Love to see it. Come on, we jock. Yes. <laughs> and with that being said, thank you so much to my listeners for tuning in to this super educational, super, super, super good episode of Cookies and Conversation. And until next Thursday, we are out. See y'all. Boom. Come <laughs> on.